0: Negotiations have begun over a proposed free trade agreement for financial services with the UK signalling that it wants complete regulatory independence post-Brexit, in opposition to the EU's negotiating position which is that regulatory alignment is a precondition to any deal. Of course, political developments over the next couple of months may mean a change to the timetable for implementing any deal, or findings of equivalence, or, if there is an extension to the transition period, a shift in the work that we have to focus on in 2020. Given that it is also possible that negotiations may fail to agree a trade deal or equivalence in which event market participants and businesses would need to prepare for a hard Brexit, we thought it would be helpful to remind you about ongoing equity capital markets work streams. The 1st of July 2020 is a key date by which any extension to the Brexit transition period for one or two years must be agreed. Otherwise the transition period will end on the 31st of December 2020.
1: Thanks Michael. This podcast briefly explores possible options during and after the transition period. If I can quickly introduce our speakers today, we have Michael Block. Michael is a partner in our equity capital markets practice and myself, Anne Kirkwood, a professional support lawyer in the same team. So during the transition period, we know that the UK is no longer part of the EU and is not a member state. However, the UK will still be treated as if it were a member state, and generally, EU law will be applicable to and in the UK. This will have the effect that English law is not a third country law during the transition period. Michael, do you think that the UK's unique status in the transition period means that changes to equity capital markets, deals and documentation are likely to be fairly limited in practice?
0: Thanks, Anne. Yes, I think broadly speaking, it's going to be business as usual for equity capital markets deals and documentation during the transition period. The changes that we are most likely to see being required are those that are necessary to clarify the UK situation as it will no longer be an EU member state but remain subject to the rules of the EU.
1: Uh, I see. What changes to equity capital markets documentation are likely to be required then? What particular types of document are likely to be affected?
0: I think the key documents are prospectuses and announcements and the the types of legends and disclaimers that we see in those documents, particularly those that refer to the EU or EEA and related terms, because they'll need to specifically mention the UK if it's intended that their provisions apply to UK persons. So, for example, a blocking regulation carve-out or a MIFID II product governance legend should now refer to the United Kingdom as well as the EU. However, it's not possible to future-proof documentation for a time beyond the end of the transition period. This is because it's not possible to say with any certainty that the relevant aspects of financial services law will be within or outside the scope of any free trade agreement that the UK and EU reach, or findings of equivalence that are that are identified and also because of the lack of clarity regarding the length of the transition period. So we think that documentation will need further review to reflect the nature of any future relationship agreed between the EU and the UK, and any future EU legislation or changes to existing EU legislation and regimes that become applicable during the transition period.
1: Thanks. So are you able to give us a couple of specific examples of changes that should be made to documentation now?
0: Yeah, I think there are a couple of examples that that we can give of certain changes that we would recommend making now. The first is we've seen to date in the last three years a number of companies putting Brexit risk factors into their prospectuses. And we would advise using an updated Brexit risk factor from now on that reflects the specific risks arising from the transition period uh, and what happens after the transition period. There's an A&O standard form for that Brexit risk factor that we would be happy to share, but we'd recommend making sure that that's tailored towards company specific requirements. We'd also advise during the transition period using the specific form of AFME equity selling restrictions wording. A&O led the work on the AFME transition version of their selling restrictions and legends to reflect this position, and we work with other AFME law firms in agreeing that.
1: Ah, oh, Thanks, Michael. What about prospectus passporting under the prospectus regulation? Do you think it can continue? Yes,
0: the passporting provisions for prospectuses that are prepared in the UK for use in the EU and, and vice versa can continue during the transition period. Uh, after the transition period, uh, passporting won't continue unless any free trade agreement between the UK and the EU includes arrangements for the mutual recognition of prospectuses. The Commission has the power to decide whether a third country's laws or practice is sufficient to uh, satisfy the EU equivalence test. So the Commission could make an equivalence determination regarding prospectuses prepared under UK law and then approved by the FCA. The UK government has indicated its plans to apply for equivalence under the prospectus regime and a number of other equivalence regimes that that total about 40 or so in number.
1: 40 equivalence decisions is is a very large number Do you think there's any clarity that the transition period will in fact expire on 31 December 2020?
0: So neither the UK nor the EU have uh, indicated any other intention at this stage, but I think there is still a, a lack of clarity over the length of the transition period. The timeline's likely to become clearer over the the coming months, particularly when we get to the July 2020 date for an extension to the transition period to be agreed, and we'll have to see how negotiations between the UK and the EU progress.
1: So do you think it's still possible that there will be a no-deal exit at the end of the transition period?
0: Yes, if there's no free trade agreement or one that doesn't fully cover financial services or findings of equivalence for relevant laws, then there would still be a no-deal scenario. We then expect to see the Withdrawal Agreement Act being amended to allow statutory instruments to be made to reflect the end of the transitional period. So, for example, we'd expect to see um, statutory instrument updates to the reference to exit day such that prospectuses passported into the UK before the end of the transitional period will still be regarded as, as having been approved by the FCA From the end of the transition period so that means they can continue to be used in the uk after the transition period this would recognize the business as usual approach to passporting during the transition period given that it's still possible now to passport prospectuses into and out of the uk
1: thanks michael We've published a complimentary client alert, which explains in more detail the topics covered in this podcast. It's very much a live document, and Michael and the rest of our team will continue to update it to reflect the position as it evolves over the next few months.
0: Thanks, Anne. As always, please contact a member of our Equity Capital Markets team to discuss specific matters.